Getting the exposure to grow your small wedding business can be difficult. With millions of engaged couples using The Knot to plan their weddings and find vendors, advertising on our sites will connect you with more couples than anywhere else online. Meet engaged couples where they're already searching for vendors like you. And let us deliver leads to help you grow your business. Visit vendors.thenot.com slash podcast to sign up today. Mention code PODCAST15 during your free onboarding session for 15% off your first month. Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Monday, August 24th, 2020. Today's poem is by Robert Herrick, who was an English uh, poet who lived from 1591 to 1674. His birthday, or at least his baptized day, was August 24th today, and as with many of the poems that uh, I've been reading, it is by a poet who has an August birthday. Uh, There's so many of them that I've been turning to to some of their poems over the last uh, few weeks of this month. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called The Argument of His Book. I'll read it once, offer a few comments with the help of Carol Rumens, whose weekly column I occasionally turn to uh, over in The Guardian, and uh, offer a little bit perhaps on uh, Robert Herrick's life as well. So here is the argument of his book by Robert Herrick. I sing of brooks, of blossoms, birds and bowers, of April May of June and July flowers. I sing of maples, hawk carts, wassails, wakes, of bridegrooms, brides, and of their bridal cakes. I write of youth, of love, and have access by these to sing of cleanly wantonness. I sing of dews, of rains, and piece by piece, of balm, of oil, of spice, and ambergris. I sing of times trans-shifting, and I write how roses first came red and lilies white. I write of groves, of twilights, and I sing the chord of mob and of the fairy king. I write of hell. I sing and ever shall of heaven and hope to have it after all. Robert Herrick is best known for a book of poems, a collection of poems called Hesperides, Hesperides. Um, It includes his most famous poem, which is called To the Virgins, To Make Much of Time. And the first line of that poem is the famous line, Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. So Herrick is one of the most famous, most important, most renowned, most remembered poets Uh, ever, ever to write in English. Even if um, you may never have heard of him, you have certainly heard of his work, of his lines, uh, and you have read poetry that was influenced by him. Carol Rumens, who occasionally writes her Poem of the Week column for The Guardian, the the, the, uh, UK newspaper, wrote about this poem back in 2017. And I like to turn to her columns because they are uh, a really tangible way of learning about a poem that you can also check out. So if you just Google Carol Rumens and Robert Herrick or, or uh, Poem of the Week, uh, Robert Herrick, you'll find this one. It's Monday, uh, September 11th, 2017 was when this blog post was started. And I want to share some of her thoughts on this poem. Rumens writes that this poem is, quote, the opening poem of Herrick's only collection and summarizes some of its topics. Argument here signifies 
theme or contents and is not a defense. Rumens continues, In a fine essay on the Poetry Foundation website, the author observes that Hesperides is the only major collection of poetry in English to open with a versified table of contents. I wonder if this is still the case and would be interested to hear of any contemporary contenders setting out their poetic wares in this way with or without rhyme and meter. End quote. So back to Rumens in a second, but I love this idea that Herrick takes this, this list that, he, in, that is in this poem that I just read, the argument of this book, and creates a lovely, beautiful poem out of the table of contents. Uh, many other people, I'm sure, if, if, as Rumens suggests, may have uh, tried, made an attempt at this. But what I love about this approach by Herrick is that it, it reveals the way that his mind thinks or thought poetically. When he was thinking about how he wanted to lay out what he was what his reader was going to encounter in the following thousand poems or whatever is in the collection. I think it's a quite large collection. He thought that the best way to do that was to reveal it through poetry. And I love the way that it tells us about this great poet's mind. I highly recommend that you check out Ruman's full essay on this poem if you'd like to dive into it a little more deeply than I can do here. But I want to read the, the last two paragraphs of her, of her uh, essay. Quote, Large themes and the more trivial mingle in the last six lines. That resonant proclamation, icing of times, trans, shifting, may encode the major historical changes in England at the period and the effects they had on Herrick personally. But perhaps wisely, they're not spelled out and charming if sentimental legends about roses and lilies replace them. There are romantic detours into groves and twilights and finally fairyland before the traveler gets serious, though not solemn, and entertains the prospects of hell and a blissful heaven, which will no doubt overflow with custards and curds, spices and cherries, and all the marigolds, roses, and daffodils imaginable. Next paragraph. A list poem this argument may be, but at sonnet length it has the sturdiness required to carry a weight of associations. Its slightly trundling metrical wheels are accompanied by some compelling melody. Of course, it was not intended to be read separately from Hesperides, yet it amounts to more than a taster and can be enjoyed as a solo the author sings in sheer celebration, both of the pastoral life and of the language that brings it rich and shining into our imaginations. End quote. Again, I hope you'll check out Carol Ruman's essay on The Guardian if you are interested in learning more about this poem. And here once more is Robert Herrick's The Argument of His Book. I sing of brooks, of blossoms, birds, and bowers, of April, May, of June, and July flowers. I sing of maples, hawk carts, wassails, wakes, of bridegrooms, brides, and of their bridal cakes. I write of youth, of love, and have access by these to sing of cleanly wantonness. I sing of dews, of rains, and piece by piece of balm, of oil, of spice, of ambergris. I sing of times trans-shifting, and I write how roses first came red and lilies white. I write of groves, of twilights, and I sing the court of mob and of the fairy king. I write of hell. I sing and ever shall of heaven and hope to have it after all. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.